This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Twitter at littleempirepod. This episode contains spoilers for the first half of Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales. It contains no spoilers for the second half. Why? Because we didn't see the second half. Why not? Because we are... That's right, we are Walkout Boys, two boys who go see a film and walk out exactly halfway through it every week. My name is Nick Sampson. I'm Joseph Moore, and this week we are joined by a guest, a first time. First time guest boy to join us walking out of a movie. It's uh, podcaster Tim Bat. I am the guest boy. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey. hey, welcome. So we went to see Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, the fifth and I'd say most essential entry in the pirate's cannon and that cannon is a pun oh god <laughs> <laughs> uh it's uh it's been we've been you know we haven't done a walkout boy in a little while so it's it's great to dive back into these disgusting seas uh and walk out of this movie uh have you seen all the pirates of the caribbean movies joseph nick i've seen one pirates of the caribbean uh, uh the dead man's chest no no the Curse of the Black Pearl. And let me say, they started off with too long a name. <laughs> and you can't be making part one have a too long name, because then you're just opening it up to... Well, they did, so... Like... I, th- I think they should have gone more like Fast and the Furious and started simplifying the names. Oh, you're right. As they went along. So this one should be called Caribbean Pirates. Yeah. Which yeah. is Pirates. Although there's a porno <laughs> by that name, which I've seen some of. This, this was, was, this was porno. as interesting as that porno. <laughs> that, the, the, I tell you what, I I only watched that that porno until halfway as well. But I reckon pirates the porno <laughs> for different like, reasons. That had a stronger story than what we just watched, and more skillful storytelling. I would argue. Yeah, well, the people there really wanted to make this, whereas this movie it didn't seem like anyone really <laughs> wanted to be to be doing it. I have not been less invested in a film, I think, ever. <laughs> That I've seen, Tim. I've, I don't know. I don't go to the movies with you often, but mm. you were squirming in that seat. You were, and you asked me multiple times, "Is it halfway yet?" <laughs> I love a good film. Like I love going to the movies. That movie was fucking yeah. shocking. The weird thing about doing this podcast is that all like now a halfway through a film seems like the end of a film now for me, and like this was just like halfway through the halfway point. It was like <laughs> this is enough. I we asked, should start doing quarter movies. Eh? <laughs> I asked Joseph at one point actually if you guys had ever left. A movie before half time. Another and question. Where it was another like, question. Tim asked me during the film, <laughs> as he had so much else on his mind, bar whatever was happening on the screen in front of him. Uh, but hey, no, no, we haven't. And God, Lord, I was so tempted today. With Tim. this one, mm. is this kind of the closest you've got? You but think? you know, we're not we're not about breaking rules on Walkout Boys. Yes. You know, we set these rules and we just we don't break them. We don't like because break, breaking them breaks the trust of uh, fellow. Walkout Boys members, um, if you like, we would never say like go see an entire movie and then pretend we hadn't seen the second half and then lie about it to our friends. You know, we just don't do that on I this. Thought, I thought we moved on. I was a, a, a live room of people yelled shame at me, and <laughs> and we've moved past. Yeah, this it's thing. your curse of the black pearl. <laughs> <laughs> you have to enjoy this. Enjoy this for all time. Unless you can find a trident, apparently. Yeah, or a book, or a map, or some shit. (laughs) Or the the sky. God, hard to say. Okay, so, so 
to answer your question, Nick, I've only seen maybe the first two Pirates of the Caribbean, but I think I've figured out the rules of the franchise. And the rules are thus. Um, all films must have uh, two young, hot white people who are often are tied together and... Um, <laughs> Bondage undertones, you're right. And, yeah. and exchange in witty banter. Where the woman says hands off, and and then and then uh, there's Jack Sparrow who gets I assume progressively drunker. He definitely gets. They put more beads on him <laughs> as each movie goes by. In this in this movie, he was too drunk for he the entire. Just covered in beads, <laughs> swamped in beads you and booze. Couldn't understand any words he, he says. Yeah, he was blitzed. <laughs> and I'm gonna say this is. I'm saying this on record, right now. I don't know if the movie world is ready for this. Johnny Depp is the worst actor in the world. (laughs) (laughs) He was no good in this. He was no good in this. He wasn't doing proper acting. He was strolling around. He seemed actually drunk. He really did. He did. did. That's the thing. And it kind of, I I feel like maybe this franchise is um, getting a little close to the bone with his actual career unfolding and kind of his life and time. Yeah, they're like, wouldn't it be funny if Johnny Depp was a lecherous old drunk man? It's like, no. It was funny when he was a hot, like, middle-aged drunk man. (laughs) Yeah. But now he's getting old and creepy he started off cheeky yeah and and a bit naughty there's a lesson in that for all drunks out there and, <laughs> you've got he, a window where it's yeah. very adorable at like 52 you gotta you gotta he, put the brakes on he was an anti-hero for like a lot of it but and here he's just like dude you, you he was the villain right you in this film? need to sober up dude <laughs> like you've got some jobs to do in this movie you've got some things you need to take care of he didn't do anything it, every, really it, every single action set piece is him falling <laughs> over <laughs> into manure as Magoo other people style. fight around him and him going, oh, has anybody seen my horse? And then, and then he, a bird That's shit his on him. vibe. He's always been like that. Has he? He's a very reluctant hero. He's so reluctant that he doesn't ever do anything. He was too inconsequential in this one. I would go further to say that nobody in this film does anything. Um, they all just sort of... They do a lot of talking they, there. Yeah. I... I, I I wait you to disagree. There is a lot of talking about what needs to be happening and what has happened in this film. Should we try and describe? Yes, the plot of I just want to quickly say the third and final rule oh, yeah. of a of a part of this film is uh, all must contain a, a character, or about seven seven to twelve characters who have different curses, which all involve their beards somehow becoming fish. <laughs> Different kinds of fish. It's like the same curse, but they become different kinds. Yeah, it's got to have an octopus beard and one yeah. just like with a, like a bunch of sardines. Yeah, <laughs> it is the worst thing to have something caught in your beard. Barnacle acne gets gets like a visit in this one. Yeah, see a Lando Bloom. It sure does. Like, there's nothing. Why did we enjoy seeing Lando Bloom in the early films? Hot man, really hot guy, charming. And this one, they show him up, make him put on an old man voice uh, and, and cover him in barnacle acne. <laughs> It's the legend of the Flying Dutchman. He is cu- cursed by the events of Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Oh, sure. As we all are. As we all remember. <laughs> As we all are. And that movie cursed all of humanity to have to keep watching more Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, he's cursed to ride the Flying Dutchman all his days. That was the curse he, he gave up for all of humanity. Um, it's it's a very noble thing. Okay. We start so off- the curse is... Barnacle Beckney. Barnacle face, yeah. What a great tr- like trinity of storytelling. You know how Pixar's got like those seven rules or something? These are the three <laughs> shitty rules of the Pirates <laughs> movies. 
Get Johnny Depp drunk, Johnny tie a man and a woman together, and chuck a fish on someone's face. <laughs> We're going to vote. Yeah. You, got, you got yourself a and film. That, and you get those three things, and you are simply 230 no, million dollars shy of a blockbuster hit. You also need like a, a pirate's like slogan to for your titles, like mm. a. You know, a what a bottle of rum, for, but well, that's be, the next film. Yeah, because so this was Dead Man Tell No Tales. Yeah, let's try and explain what happens. Okay, in this film. it starts with a young. It's easy. It's very simple. I can <laughs> do. It, I can do it very easily. Okay, so uh, Will Turner's son. Will Turner, of course, is Orlando Bloom and Kira Knightley's. Uh, they ha- they got together. They had a son. The son is looking for Orlando Bloom, who is now due to the events of Outworld's End, captain in the Flying Dutchman, and he he jumps over. Which puts, is under the sea. He puts some rocks around his. It's feet. a submarine. It's it not jumps. a submarine. It's, per se. It, it is a submarine. It's not well, a no. Submarine, you I don't know what the, the definition of a submarine is. <laughs> a, bo- it's a, a, a boat a underwater. Boat underwater. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sunken ship. You silly ghost. No, but but if your sh- if your ship is sinking, is it for a moment a submarine? <laughs> <laughs> if you go for a swim, are you a submarine? <laughs> <laughs> a fish in a way, a submarine. <laughs> If you live in a whale, that's kind of like the rudimentary submarine. Was yeah. Jonah the original submarine? No, <laughs> so, this is not. It's not in the movie. He jumps overseas over, into the. He jumps overseas into the water and uh, he lands on the Flying Dutchman. And then he says, "Look, Dad, um, I'm going to stop you from having barnacles on his face." And Orlando Bloom's like, "Hey, um, remember me? It's Orlando Bloom. I'm still around. I've got barnacles on my face, but you can't get them off without." the trident of the poseidon and he's like oh, i'm gonna get it and he's like don't worry i need j- the help from jack sparrow cut to uh, no, but hold on it's ve- i think it's very important to note that everyone keeps saying this trident's impossible to find mm-hmm. oh including yeah. orlando bloom don't even find it i mean i there's no reason i don't even know why they're looking for him yeah well it's been very clearly stated it can't be found and, and we cut to like nine years later and this boy is hot now uh great super hot it was exact nine years the perfect amount of time um for him to get hot and jack sparrow to get extra extra yuck <laughs> like, <laughs> he looks alright though doesn't he oh yeah like, but his mind oh yeah his mind is gone so sorry catch gone, nine yeah. years later nine years later he's uh, old, old young boys on a ship um, but then guess what more ghosts pirates come running and uh, <laughs> the guy from uh, No Country for Old Men is Javier there Badim. Javier Badim Javier Badim he comes and kills he wants to find Jack Sparrow and guess and what he, he wants the trident yeah. oh, he, oh does he well, no he doesn't want the trident what does he want he wants the compass kill, he wants a compass yes <laughs> no does he want the compass people either want a compass or a trident there's a magical there's a magical compass let's not forget this he wants to kill Jack Sparrow to get the magical compass no wait I think he wants to find Jack Sparrow to get the trident actually oh what would he do with the trident you have the power of the sea the power of the sea anyway which is quite vague well people keep saying i know two things about this trident number one you will command the power of the sea number two it doesn't exist you will never find it so why do we keep talking about it what do you have if you have the power of the sea um you you can make it salty you can choose which fish beard curse you bestow on other people that's good you get to pick the fish do you get to like choose when the waves went like choose choose when the waves come? Do you essentially have the power of the water Captain Planet woman, but of, but only on the sea? No, Linker? No, yeah, I think so. No rivers or lakes. Mm, yeah, I reckon. Or you maybe get to choose which fish are in the sea. <laughs> I've always wanted to choose that. <laughs> <laughs> Which ones? If you could only have five, <laughs> only five. Well, I don't know. That would kind of ruin the ecosystem of the sea. But let's hear it. Okay, all right, flounder. Yes. Um, light bulb. 
Okay. I, I know what you mean. Like fish with a light bulb for a hat. <laughs> yeah. Not for a <laughs> Wait, are you talking yeah. about those deep water angles? No, yeah. As Nick has described, fish with a light bulb for a hat. Okay. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. It's two. A lot of good ideas, that's for sure. Uh, they, um, I would also choose... Quickly. Um, <laughs> sorry, Nick. Um, not, non-scary shark. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like a reef shark. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Nemo. Ah, uh, you forgot the, the, okay. the sunfish is the best fish. What is it? It's like a giant. It's so poisonous. Ah, uh, no, why oh, stonefish? Oh, no, that's stonefish. Yeah. Well, there's five. Great. Now we can move. Forward. All right. Okay. Uh, now we've chosen all of them. <laughs> oh yeah. Javier Bardem goes up to um, Hot Boy and he goes, "I want you to take a message to Sparrow. Tell him that dead men tell no tales." Like, bro, you did tell a bit of a tale just then. <laughs> You were telling tales all over the show. <laughs> you introduced yourself as death. You've well, broken your own universe immediately. He he um leaves always leaves one person alive to pass on the mess to pass on the tales. Mm. So he's telling tales to why don't he just tell everyone himself? Totally. <laughs> yeah, man. This guy gets it. Joe gets it. Cut out the middleman. Yeah. Have you by dem as commanding an army of undead? Just ta- get them to distribute a newsletter or something, you know? <laughs> Dead man can tell tales. You're telling everyone. Just get your dudes to distribute. I mean, it's going to be more, like, believable coming from a dead man, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> totally. Because... The whole thing is that you're telling people that there are dead men that, like, come and kill you. Yeah, and no, no one's going to believe in a live guy. <laughs> exactly. A live guy who's just who's just come from a ship full of dead... Everyone's going to think they're murderers. <laughs> yeah. God, you're, he is condemning people to... Dead men be- should tell some tales. Yeah. Dead men... Uh, get the word out. Dead men spread the word. Right, dead men speak so up. Don't I've, be... So- Javier Bardem <laughs> tells hot Orlando Bloom spawn... Okay. To yeah, go tell everyone because they won't believe me for some reason. <laughs> you tell them. Then also, meanwhile, the girl from the Maze Runner is a witch who's trying to no, find. No, no, she's not a witch. She's not a witch. But people think she's like a... them. She's I... an astronomer. Well, I mean, I when I watch these films, I am the British. <laughs> nice <laughs> pirates are the villains. They're pirates. <laughs> They're bad people. So whenever she was doing astronomy, that's that's why during the screening you were yelling "witch." <laughs> Whenever she said something Tried to smart. Set, the, set the screen on fire. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, she's she wants to find the trident as well because her dad is the trident. Or I'm going to say <laughs> her dad is probably Neptune. Neptune. Oh, right. Because she's oh, no, Poseidon. Wait. King Neptune. Poseidon. Are they she's, the same guy? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, one's Greek, uh, one's Roman. Yeah. Okay. Um, fuck. Okay. So that's what's up because she's never met her dad. She no, and if you haven't book. met your dad, chances are he's like a god or something. Gotcha. Yeah. Or, 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 or not just beat. some douchebag. I really hope that at the end of the movie it's just some guy. <laughs> <laughs> just walked out. Um, so she needs to find the trident, um, and she's got a book that no man can read, which means a woman can read it if she knows astrology, and she has astronomy. if she's standing astronomy, and she's standing under a, re- a red moon. She has a magical diary. Uh, and yeah, she has a magical diary. Don't forget diary. about this because there's all... Hey. And then they get... Compass catch- and a trident isn't enough. What other magical items can there be? Ship in a bottle. More artifacts. Yeah, there's a there's a ship in a bottle. There is a ruby, seemingly, stone, like an uncut red gem on top of the th- 
thing which she on the diary. <laughs> what, 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 Tim? What? It's, just, it's on a journal. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a diary a, that yeah. she's collecting all the time, which she uses under the light of the blood moon to read the the hidden. T- it's like a goddamn when you write with lemon juice and then you hold it up to the. It's that rudimentary as a like storytelling thing. But they, so keep, they keep being like it's a map that no man can read. But yeah, as ja- as Captain Jack Sparrow points out, like none of them can read. So all very stupid <laughs> and very old. There's um, the film contains one one young woman and approximately like 70, 50 year old men, just all with just gross beards. And just the whole time on set, they would have just been coming up with her and making asking her to update their iPhones for. <laughs> I think you should dig into the bank heist. <laughs> oh yeah, so it starts off with a very with a great bank heist where they. Uh, where they steal a vault from a bank with horses, basically the plot of Fast and Furious 5, mm. and instead of robbing just the bank, just the vault, they accidentally pull the bank down the street as well. About five horses pull a... Which is the first great thing where Jack Sparrow just kind of stands Falls asleep there. on top of the bank <laughs> <laughs> as it gets dragged through a city. I can, I can see on paper how that seemed fun. But no one... But no it one, wasn't fun. No, it wasn't. <laughs> was it? I never... If you told me, Joseph, you will sit as an entire bank is pulled through a village um, with jaunty music playing and you won't enjoy it one bit. <laughs> I wouldn't believe you. <laughs> I'd say, no, there's surely there must be some value in seeing how that plays out. <laughs> well, I couldn't... I just, my, my whole viewing of it was really... Um, Coloured by just like hearing stories about Johnny Depp being like not learning his lines and like yeah. having people feed him the lines on an earpiece and stuff in the movie. I don't know if that's true or not, but I just really couldn't help but see just see his performance as a guy who doesn't know what at any point what he's looking at because it's all CGI. So he's just standing there going, oh, 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 and then like jumping when they told him, tell him to jump and grasping things, holding things that they tell him to hold. And he just has no well, all concept his props of are CGI. There's, yeah. Um, Javier Bardem is all CGI. I wonder if he knew he was doing one of the pirate movies. <laughs> oh, like I, I think Johnny Depp just thought he was inventing a new character, but and and they just they, they re- the producers realized Johnny Depp thinks he invents a new character with every movie he does, but he's definitely playing the same character. This is our chance to make more money and do another pirates movie. They can probably CGI on his costume. He's probably just naked, <laughs> naked and drunk, standing in front of a green screen. <laughs> they do this on his way back from filming another movie, like while he's going through. <laughs> so going through they, the bank heist happens, and then uh, what and happened after that? Um, oh, then he what? So then on the island they kind of catch him, right? Oh, Jeffrey Rush shows up. Um, there's yeah, there's a couple of oh, times people, jail? people are going to be hung a couple of times, <laughs> which is a staple uh, Pirates of the Caribbean thing. Um, there's there is a funny bit where Captain Jack Sparrow has no pants, and then he almost gets guillotined. The guillotine bit is the one genuine laugh I that, had. That, 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 was, that was that was, very that funny. was good. And the pants, but that was quite funny. Yeah, I laughed at him not having pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that more than the bank uh, getting dragged through the city. Um, I. <laughs> let let us let us quickly for a moment talk about one of the film's defining moments uh, when Johnny Depp is taken to jail, where everyone is. Uh, he is dragged out and sees his uncle in a cell next to him, and his uncle. Spoiler! I cannot express this enough. Spoiler alert! This is a cameo which they have managed to somehow successfully 
hide from the audience, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you well, guys well, didn't know this was coming up. No. no. I didn't know it was coming up, but I don't really follow these sorts of things. Yeah, so his uncle is played by Sir, Sir Paul McCartney. <laughs> What the hell? Wearing a dumb beard. (laughs) In a scene that, like, it seems like they just hurriedly inserted (laughs) because they got Paul McCartney (laughs) last minute. They were like, how can we put Paul McCartney? We've already shot all of the film. What about, you know, there's that bit where he's been taken to jail to be... Uh, from jail to be executed? Yes. What if we had Paul McCartney just turn up and say a joke to him? Why? What's Paul McCartney? But... Does it service the film in any way? <laughs> Do any, any kids going to get it? No. <laughs> I have to tell you, I didn't know it was Paul McCartney. It wasn't until we well, left. Oh, yeah. And you we guys were like, McCartney. what was Paul McCartney doing there? I was like, there was Paul <laughs> McCartney? <laughs> and I, I love that they're like, we've got Paul McCartney. Let's heavily disguise him. <laughs> they so did too good a job. Not even that many adults will know he's him. They'll just think he's a not very good actor <laughs> with a mank accent. I like to I like to think I would be able to spot a beetle in a lineup, you know, especially a living one. There's not that many left. You'd yeah. pass me straight by. Well, a dead one would be probably a lot. Well, dead beetles. Uh, t- dead beetles signal. tell no jokes <laughs> about skeletons. I don't know. What else have you guys missed in this um, rapid retelling of the first half of the film? So the, the woman's very sassy. She gets caught. They try to hang her. She escapes. They catch her again. <laughs> the hot young dude. They try to hang her well. at least oh, twice. They make some good jokes. Well, not good jokes. They're not even jokes. Uh, but when um, hot boy is holding um, uh, Maze Runner girl, and she keeps he's been like, I'm holding your port, and she's like, No, that's my stern, and he's like, No, it's your port. And the, I, I don't know what they're trying what to say. Tr- sexy band. Were they on. trying to go like, I'm holding your butt. No, that's my pussy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Just, I, just I, say it. I'm, just say it. I'm going to come with you on this journey, man, because that is what they were doing. I'll tell you what. Say it and put it in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah, like, for all what are you, like I, I get so annoyed with cheeky innuendo. Like, it's not... Who the fuck... Use can- the medical terms <laughs> butt and pussy. <laughs> Why can't we say just, them? I don't know. Like, it's like, if you think it's so clever that, that you're having this bad... Just like say it. And if you're, if you're too afraid to say it like that, don't put it in because it's not a good conversation. Like, oh my God. Because all they are is like, is that my butt or my pussy? That's all they're saying. And it's a movie that's supposed to be for children. And I don't even want to... I'm a 28-year-old man. I, I don't get all, I, I don't get excited by hearing them maybe say a child would understand it me i'm just like what the fuck are you talking about like that no no one enjoys um enjoys that right does anyone enjoy that no oh, they didn't enjoy, they're not enjoying it I think so. we need to wrap this up and, and guess the second half so um quickly oh oh yeah before that before we get before we finish talking about the first half the how disgusting was young jack sparrow that's yeah so the scene we le- left on was a flashback to Javier Bardem when he was not a ghost, uh, getting kind of attacked by Captain Jack Sparrow, who he was, was a policeman of the sea. Yeah, <laughs> and Jack Sparrow was like is like sixteen, and they've they've done full um, CGI on Johnny Depp's face, so he uh, looks like um, you know Twenty One Jump Street Jack uh, Jack Sparrow, um, but he is. His old Johnny Depp's voice. <laughs> Do you remember the dancing baby in Ally McBeal? <laughs> it's that level of creepy. 
<laughs> and he's not he's not charming uh, for a second. And we walked out in the middle of that flashback scene, and I was happy. I was happy to see not to see the end of that. But uh, that was him showing that uh, Javier Bardem is angry at Jack Sparrow because of something he did in the past, which we never really found out. Hmm. I have a feeling we'll find out very soon. All right, uh, let's take a little break. We'll see you shortly. Oh wait, no. All right, uh, before we uh, do our second half, it's time to check in with an old friend. <laughs> it's time for a live and Cromwell. Now, of course, every week on a live and Cromwell, we check in with our friend James Cromwell to see if he is alive. And Cromwell. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, oh, oh, Jamie's been a bit quiet of late, um, ever since he sent us the message. Uh, that he sent, well, sent us well hopefully he's got his head down filming his movie and and finishing his court case. Yeah, he's got two big things. He's filming Jurassic World, and it has been confirmed. Nick, I'll tell you, he's alive, by the way. Okay, okay, and his website, you can check. Um, <laughs> it's like deadoralive.com. Mm-hmm. And you, so you can, you can just write in his oh. name, and it says. Great. Why, why have we not been using this? <laughs> yeah, I know. I found that recently, so that's good to know. And... Um, Anyway, alive? You said you said yes. Yes, okay. yes, alive. Oh. Yes, I wouldn't open with a bit of light banter if he had died in the last week. Yeah, good red hearing uh, if he did though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the week when he's not, I want you to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jurassic World coming up. His court case is still pending. And also, his funeral. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week he uh, was interviewed on the Young Turks. The uh, it's like a, what's like a YouTube channel. Tim yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a, a left leaning left wing. Uh, yeah. Um, News organization. I think mm. they have a channel on cable now. Oh, right. Uh, but they started off, yeah, as like a YouTube show. Yeah, well, he's um, been interviewed by, um, by I can't say the name, uh, I can't say the name, Sink. Sinek. Sinek. I think. Uyghur. Anyway, um, it's a 47-minute it's a interview about his career. He has some and good- here we go. <laughs> <laughs> he has some good stuff to say about his, um, about how he kind of got into activism. But the, it opens, I, I feel bad for him. Because it opens with the worst joke I've maybe ever heard from from the host. Have a listen to this. Uh, you know him for all of his roles. I mean, I, you apparently, I don't know if this is true of my producer or kidding with me, but you have, you're in so many movies that your movies have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You're in so many movies that your movies have a Wikipedia page. That's um, what they have. Yeah, movie, all movies, all, most every movies. Movie. Every. <laughs> 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 He's not wrong. <laughs> and they, but they, and, and it's, it's got to say full credit to Jamie Cromwell because he looks that guy in the eye when that joke is said and laughs wholeheartedly. <laughs> what a charming man. And what a brilliant actor. We're going to take a break. When we're back, we're getting the second half of Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man Tell No Tales. Walkout Boys has decided to take a break from having sponsors uh, because so many of our sponsors, including a plumber, a uh, lawn clipping salesman, and just a baby, have worked out. Uh, not not worked out. Uh, so we're going to have no sponsors Excuse from here on. Excuse me. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I let myself in. The window was open ajar. Please. I, I my really... name is Silas. Si- Silas? Silas. I don't. Silas Silas. <laughs> and I... I'm a taxidermist. I, yes, of I course you are. Stuffed you are surrounded by stuffed animals with There's corn with and co- oats. Wait, that's like it's like Christmas stuffing. Yes, but they're dead. Well, I suppose they are at Christmas, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a cook, though. So you? I don't cook them. <laughs> so you take dead animals, yes. fill them. With <laughs> Sometimes they're dead. 
stuff them with corn, oats, grain, anything you like. No. I'll take requests. What do you like? Do you, but do you keep them... Are they preserved? Like taxidermy? I coat them with glue. Oh, God. This is... <laughs> so I've done this. Oh, God, I've done this. You take this thing so this much. possum. No, I don't... It's, it's great. Did you... Where did you find the possum? I ran it over. Yeah. It it's got big tire marks tuk, through tuk. it. Tuk. And it's... <laughs> you have a tuk tuk. No, I won't have any more. I won't have any more sponsors. Look, I just need a place to. No, I would love to sponsor your podcast. No, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want any more sponsors. Look, I, Walkout Boys is not sponsored by Silas Silas. Taxidermy. All right, welcome back to Walkout Boys. Uh, you are back with Nick, Joe, and our good friend Tim Betts. Hello. And we're I'm gonna- still here. I wanted to indicate that I'm still here. You can't see me because this is an audio product, yeah. so that's why I yell. He is still here, so very much alive and Tim well. Thank you. And uh, when we last left, Jack Sparrow in a he, flashback, he was in a flashback. <laughs> he was stuck in a flashback as a young, gross boy <laughs> with the voice. Of a old fifty-five-year-old man, <laughs> and he was leading uh, Javier Bardem into—I'm going to say a trap. All right, uh, Javier Bardem, I suppose I've got you in a trap of some sort, and I think you should get in the trap. So why don't you just follow me, and I suppose you'll get go in this in this in a trap, and then maybe one day in the future, I say uh, you'll come to despise me, and we'll be out on the scene. Or, uh, this is where we find out exactly what the most horrendous thing Jack Sparrow did to Javier Bardem was. Right, now listen, Javier Bardem, what's, what's I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a ship. Uh, you l- oh, you leave it for a moment and I'll take it for a little spin around. And then, and then what, I've, what I've done is I've done it. I've borrowed your ship. What? And I've scrapped. Oh, it's come with a... Oh, you have keyed to the side of my <laughs> the ship. I've put a key, a boat key... Through the side of the the ship, of keyed your ship. I curse you, Jack Sparrow. Oh, oh I've been cursed now. Well, that suppose that's no. <laughs> oh no, he's. Can't <laughs> <laughs> do a very good heavy by the accent, but he's fallen asleep. Wow, Jack yeah. Sparrow has fallen asleep in defiance <laughs> of heavy by Dame. And guess where he slept? Where horse manure? What? <laughs> So you say this is the curse that caused? No, no, that's just Jack's general incompetence. The curse is to to come through his life, but but it's because he put his key through the side of because he was a, a crazy kid and drunk. Oh, uh, so so he keyed so he keep heavy by the ship, and that's why heavy by the and his crew are dead. No, no, they died just later. Would uh, you want to explain how they died, Tim? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and to, to, I think it's more useful to do it in the first person, uh, Joe, if you'll join me. Oh, yeah, all right. <clears throat> Hola. Here I am. Avia Badem. Johnny Depp, you hurt my father. I will hurt you. And I will definitely not fall into your trap. Oh, well, my trap is laid out. I've put a thousand mouse traps on the bottom of the sea. I suppose you might be stepping on him. Is that is that what you mean by my trap? I'm a man of many traps, you see. You fool. I am floating atop the water. There's no way. Oh, a cannon. 
Oh, you fired the cat. Oh, there's a large hole. Yeah, she ship. fires a cannon into the side of her bottom ship, and all the pirates fall out of the ship and sink to the bottom, where they are snapped by mouse traps all along the bottom of the sea. <laughs> Ah, I'll guess the early worm gets the sea cheese, says J- Jack Sparrow. <laughs> and one of his many nonsensical lines that you can't be sure if that was the line or that's just what he chose to say on the day. And uh, we flash back. And have you about him retelling this to uh, Jeffrey Rush? Jeffrey Rush. I became a ghost. <laughs> I did that. Uh, that. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That is a terrible reason to be hunting Jack Sparrow down. And then um, what sort of happens is you just kind of hear, like, the lunch bell go, and um, they sort of just stop. They stop talking. The cameras are still rolling, um, and all the sort of green screen disappears, and Jeffrey Rush and, and Javier Bodim, you see them sort of, like, some makeup people come in and put some tissues uh, down their collars to protect their makeup, um, and you see them put on some light ropes, and uh, just go and have lunch um, because the scene kind of ended, but uh, no one, no one called cut. So, well, you have to keep rolling. It's one of the rules of the <laughs> of making a pirate's film, um, and it's actually pretty riveting because you kind of get to see them what they're like off screen, and they're they're really good chums. Well, yeah, the chemistry would be great. They're two kind of legends, mm. two legends of the screen. They've got they've got great tales. To and tell you know about. what? They, they never talk. They never mention, even talk about the film that they're shooting. They just sort of. Well, no, it's a paycheck, isn't it? Yeah, the, for them, it's 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 yeah, it's it's like just you're at work, clock in at nine, clock out at five. Yeah, you don't talk about work on your lunch break. No, that's unhealthy. You, you know, know what they talk about? The new season of House of Cards coming out. It's, wow, it's this amazing genre bending high seas convoluted pirate adventure turned behind the scenes documentary unintentionally turned that rescues the pirates franchise because who tags in to become the director of this documentary part of the film none other than famous (gasps) documentary (gasps) filmmaker michael moore oh wow Wow. (laughs) he just turns up with his sloppy gut and his silly cap and and starts screaming about how the uh, the staff aren't getting paid enough, the crew, and they're not. And um, and w- yeah, and do you know what they are? Michael Moore, in a way, becomes a sort of pirate of the film set because he's sort of racking up the crew and he's saying, the, and the crew are all like, "Yeah, we're not getting paid enough." And Michael Moore's like, "It's not, not acceptable." Um, and he says, "We should form a mutiny," and they and they kind of do mutiny on uh, the director. Yeah, they they lift up they um. They are. Uh, they, they kind of start running at the uh, running at the crew, um, and the crew are all trying to. Well, they start running at the cast. You know, the, the kind of yeah. high paid stars. The crew start in running. In a at real them. moment of life imitating art. Yeah, and they start um, running at them, much like we've just seen in the first half of the film, where the undead yes. army of sailors. A- runs absolutely, and 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 in this behind the scenes documentary, you watch as Jeffrey Rush trying to escape them. He grabs onto the the uh, kind of crane of a dolly like a big camera dolly oh, and, yeah. and he swings and all of a sudden he's dangling <gasps> over um a kind of a and then they're shooting on the gold coast 
They're yeah. shooting in the Gold Coast. Uh, that's where the whole, the whole film was shot. Yeah. Wow. Um, and um, the sword fight leads in there, and all of a sudden they're in one of Gold Coast theme parks, and um, they uh, the fight continues onto a roller coaster. And they're sword fighting on a roller coaster as it goes around and around But they're not using sword fights. They're not using swords. They're using their film contracts. And so the crew are like, oh, I demand a better contract. And Jeffrey Rush is like, no, I'm signed I am signed on for a six-picture deal. And Michael Moore is furiously going, <laughs> Michael Moore is very upset because his independent uh, documentary he was hoping to make has inadvertently become another big blockbuster <laughs> swashbuckling epic adventure I can't oh. stand it it's happened ever since Roger and me it's just every time he goes out to make a small release tiny budget film that will be forgotten by most but appreciated by three people and it just blows up and he hates it he detests the masses he was born to do it he was um and, and that's when Craig David turns up in the film <laughs> in the part of Sir Paul McCartney's uncle in a cameo to deliver one joke. And the joke, of course, is... Um, uh, what, what, what did Craig David, that's me, say to uh, the, the uh, nun? What? Uh, uh, Monday... Took took her for a drink on Tuesday, then went to church on Sunday. Yeah, it's not a great joke, but then it, as far as the jokes in the film so yeah, far, it's like it's really maybe up there. the fourth best. <laughs> <laughs> Which there's no structure. It's it's very. By the way, you cannot tell it's Craig David under yeah. all the makeup and all the wigs and stuff. I, like. I couldn't tell what Craig David looks like. You know, without anything on. Yeah, but, anyway, so. yeah, just, but luckily in this film they've got a sign that says Craig David and mm. points at him. Do they have to pirate up the sign as well, or Pi- they don't? They pirate up Craig David. They don't pirate up the, the sign. Craig is an eight-four piece of paper. <laughs> with gotcha. yeah. um, someone comes to Michael Moore and says, "Michael, I understand you want to make a real documentary," and he's like, "It's the only thing I've wanted in my life." And then, and. Uh, they say that the only way you're going to make a proper documentary is if you find the trader. <laughs> and then um, someone, the, someone else comes up to Michael Moore and goes, you'll never find the trader. Yeah, yeah. It is, impo- it is literally It's the impossible. trident of documentary making. And uh, it, with it, you have the power to see uh, it deep into someone and uh, reveal their truth and make them reveal it on camera and then sign a, a disclosure agreement. Wow. that's So Michael Moore, um, all of a sudden, he's he's, he's on a boat. Or a submarine. It depends. <laughs> well, part of the boat is a submarine, the part that's underwater. Yes. It like, goes boat, 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 boat water, water level, submarine. submarine. <laughs> yeah. And he is the captain of this ship, <laughs> yeah. sailing it into the Devil's Triangle, yeah. which is a thinly veiled reference to a woman's nether regions because <laughs> yeah. the writer of this film was very sexy. Yeah. And, but, and since I've intervened, um, I'm there. Yeah. Uh, they have changed it to um, the pussy. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are on the SS Mike Moore Sailing the seven seas right into the devil's vagina. <laughs> just the pussy. Pussy, sorry. <laughs> I don't know pirate lingo. And, uh, and, 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 and who should turn up in a ghost ship that appears on the horizon? No! no! Are you doing it, Tim? <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. Whoa, oh. close. <laughs> so close. <clears throat> who has been mutinied and taken over by... <gasps> 
No! Captain Sully! Captain Sully! It is Sully. Ah, yeah. He's managed to crash land a huge 747 onto the devil's pussy, (laughs) but he manages to land it on its belly so that it becomes a part submarine, mainly ship. And if we know anything about Sully, it's that he's already he's, a ghost. <laughs> he's already a ghost. So he fits he, in just fine. No problem. Yeah, <laughs> I'm essentially part of the devil's pussy furniture. Even just getting here, day one. Ah, oh, but you know what? Sully and Jack Sparrow immediately uh, do not get along because oh. Sully stands for all that's right and good in the world. Um, mostly if it involves the landing of a plane or ship or submarine or ship or, or combination of all three. Well, yeah, he really did have a combo of all three, didn't he? When he, on the Hudson River. Miracle on the devil's pussy. Yeah. <laughs> the incident we all remember. It was, wasn't it? If you think about it. It was, yes, it was. It was a plane that was also a boat that was also a submarine. <laughs> Um, and as that- soon as you land a plane on water, yeah, we oh get it, guys. <laughs> Shut up! And uh, him and Jack Sparrow immediately begin sword fighting. Mm. Well, yeah, but Sully doesn't have a sword. He has a contract. <laughs> <laughs> this is a contract uh, to provide services with the United States Aviation. Absolutely, service. and um, and and Jack Sparrow was just Johnny Depp. You know, he's still. Uh, He's just well, a, he's himself, right? He's himself. Yeah, he's not wearing any clothes with because <laughs> everything is CGI'd on him later. Um, he has his contract, and uh, he he sort of uh, he really wants out of this contract because, like, they keep making him make these films, and well, let's hear from him in his own words. They keep uh, making me make these films, and frankly, all I want to do is go home to to my wife. Amber Heard, who's still my wife at this present moment, because it is 2015 when we made this film. Anyway, I just want to Well, go. I'm Captain Sully, and I don't care much for what year it is, uh, but uh, if you want to go home to your wife, why did you just go home? Wife. Because you're like me, and you can't stand being at home when you could be out there in the sky flying like a bird. Or swimming like a fish. I or suppose. Skating along the top of the water. I suppose, like a Captain Sullivan. Lily pad frog, I guess. We are two kindred spirits in a way. Whereas you like to crash planes into the sea, I like to take films and, and crash them into the ground. Just yes. take, take films that had potential and bring them. Bring them just soaring to the, to the bottom of. of, of, of you the know, ocean. Johnny. I think I know a really good place for you. Wait, you're, well, you seem a little sleepy. Are you sure you're not sleepy? I don't know. I'm uh, always a bit... You yeah, well, always are a bit sleepy, aren't you? In a, in a way. Uh, Johnny Depp. So, oh, he's very sleepy indeed, and that's because Captain Sully's has slipped him a little bit of rum, and uh, he uh, he falls asleep. Cut to Johnny Depp waking up. Oh, uh, where am I? What's going on? He's in a cold, dark place. Oh, I can't. Oh. Suddenly, a pod is opened and he wakes up. Whoa, where am I? He's alone on the spaceship Avalon, <laughs> being sent to a different planet. The, the passenger's the ship? The ship from passengers. Ship. And his only companion is Chris Pratt, the awful <laughs> character from passengers. Two real losers. <laughs> 
And they're gonna just they're gonna be on that ship for the next hundred years. Mm-hmm. Unless and- they can find the trident. The trident. Meanwhile, down on Earth, Michael Moore is still going for the trident. <laughs> he's reached into the devil's posse and he's p- p- plucked it out. The trident. And then uh, the- and the- hello, Michael Moore. It's me, Poseidon. <gasps> or Neptune, depending on where you're from. It's me, the Maze Runner girl. Hey, hey, it's me, Maze Runner girl. It's me, your dad. Oh, I thought it might be... Poseidon or no? No, it's me, this deadbeat. I went to get cigarettes twenty-four uh, years ago, and now I've come to find you. Uh, come live with me in a in a shack. Oh, a shack? Yeah, <laughs> a floating shack. Oh, on the sea. Well, isn't this funny? You thought your father was the god of the ocean. I don't know why I thought that. But was... he's just a god. Oh. Oh, well, dear. hop on my boat. It's a seahorse. <laughs> Didn't you people come to steal my fork? Wait, do you call it a fork? fork? Yeah, it's my fork. What did you people call it? We called it a trident. (laughs) Maybe that's why it was so hard to find. Everyone was asking after Neptune's trident when they should have been asking after his fork. Oh my, what a hilarious mix-up. You were just saying it's just a fork? What, and I'd be happy to lend it to you. I don't need a a fork. Nobody wants your fork, man. (laughs) Okay, I'll just be down at the bottom of the ocean again then. (laughs) Dump de doo It's catchphrase. We cut to, um... We cut to a um, a teenaged uh, Henry. What's his name? The the hot son. Henry Hot Son. Uh, Henry Hot Son. <laughs> Henry, um, he's looking. Um, he's looking in the mirror at the uh, in the in, in the boat, and he starts to feel something on his face. And he's, he's he's getting older. He's he's, he's growing, and he, he he looks. He looks. Uh, he gets closer. Is it a pimple? No, that's not a pimple. That's the eye. That's the eye of a salmon. <gasps> oh, no. He's growing a salmon beard. Uh-oh. Credits. <laughs> <laughs> Deep men truly do tell no tales. <laughs> and what a tale you very live boys who walked out have just told. Yeah, well, thanks, really Tim. Thanks, thanks for joining us, Tim. It's, it's, been, it's truly been, been a delight. The film was god awful <laughs> and wretched, but hanging out with you guys was a ball. Yeah, it's been a real. It's been absolutely <laughs> fun. We're gonna have more guests. Uh, can't wait to force more people to do this. Oh, if you had enjoyed the podcast, please let us know. Mm, and we uh, are desperate for let others know. Don't let them know. Share it with the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks, Tim. Yeah. Tim. Tim also owns the uh, network we're on so he's, he has interest in us succeeding yeah that's true yeah yeah we're all on this submarine boat together <laughs> fellas hey thanks so much Tim for joining us uh, and thank you guys for listening at home uh, make sure you check out all the podcasts you can on the Little Empire Podcast Network hey it's great and I'm not only saying that because Tim's here uh, we'll catch you next time bye yeah. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try Boners of the Heart? Beautiful. I can't wait to get a massage. Here's the here's the tricky thing I have with a massage, right? I know the part of my body that needs the most massaging. It's yeah. my butt. I'm just going to put it out there. He went to my butt. My butt 
needs work done. Hell and yeah. I, Hell and yeah. I've never found a way to not feel dirty when they ask me, where do you want massage to be like, <laughs> my, my butt. butt. <laughs>